It's time for the August 10th, 2012 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the Heat Wave campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And, you know, our little dog, Mahler, mm-hmm. who you hear barking at, he's very excited because he finally found something that he can do. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> you can hear him. He's pretty excited, aren't what? you, Mahler? Are, are you? Are you Are you excited, Mahler? Yes, he is. Good boy. Oh, well, tell me about it, Mahler. What are you doing? What are you doing? What's he doing now? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's digging. Yeah? He's digging. Yeah? Yeah. I think, I think uh, he's going to dig an underground bunker. Is he? You know, I mean, you know, before he'd been digging, he'd been trying to make an ark. He'd been building the ark. He'd been building, and that, all yeah. he did was get a couple of branches to, together, yeah, he, really. <laughs> he managed, he did manage to drag, it looked like a plank kind of thing. Yeah. He did have that. I thought he did a nice job. Yeah, for for a was, dog, For a yeah. dog, he did pretty good. And then, and then he just overshot the mark when he was doing the particle collider out there. I, I don't know what he was thinking. Ambitious, you've got to say. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, um, he his he uh, he sh- he shoots high, but yeah, okay. Yeah. So what? So why the bunker? Do we we know why? I don't know. I don't know. But he's, he's but he digs very well. Mm-hmm. He's oh, good at that. He's very good. And he's at got digging. quite a hole going on back yeah. there. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Mahler. Well, I can't wait to see it when it's done. Whatever you got it going out there, Mahler. Good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, he yeah. goes. All right. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile. Mm. 70 members of an Islamic sect who have been living in an underground bunker? Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mahler? Without heat or sunlight for nearly a decade. Mm Mm-hmm. Where'd this story come from? We're discovered on the outskirts of the city of Kazan in Russia. (laughs) Apparently, 70 members of this Islamic sect were living underground. They included 20 children, the youngest of whom had just turned 18 months. Many of them were born underground and had never seen daylight (gasps) until prosecutors discovered their dwelling on the first of this month. Wow. Wow. That's a long time to to be underground. I wonder if Mahler is... Well, has he been on the internet lately again? Yeah. You got to keep him off... Well, he gave me the story. You got to keep him off the internet. The guy, he (sighs) he just doesn't really... He's gone now. Okay. He's digging. He's digging. Uh, Has he been, is he interested in religion? Have you noticed any sort of propensity for... uh, I wonder why they were doing that. I don't know. I don't know. That doesn't matter with Molly. He just gets inspired, you know, particle colliders, arcs. Again, it's the internet. He's online. He sees these things. The internet will kill you. Yeah, he just doesn't know. And so he he does this stuff. A a former top imam in a neighboring province... Mm -hmm declared his house an independent Islamic state in Russia. That's what's going oh, on here. Oh, okay. And he ordered 70 of his fo- followers to live in cells they dug under the three-story building topped by a small minaret and a tiny crescent moon. So I guess that's going to oh, okay. right. be the next thing back here at KUCI. Doesn't that sound eerily like the Branch Davidians in oh, w- yeah, yeah, Waco? Yeah. You know, they literally did well, similar eerily. things. Well, yeah, but they're they just... They lived in a basement, basically, and... What's his face? Nutso was uh, was telling him he was Jesus. You know, um, yeah, wow. So, so there are insane religious people all over the world, and that's very, uh-huh. very, very heartening for me to hear that. Although I gotta say, living in an underground bunker right now with the heat here in Southern California, it sounds like a pretty good deal. Not a bad idea. 
Iran said that it successfully test-fired an upgraded version of a short-range ballistic missile with improved accuracy. They're pretty excited about this over there. And it increased uh, Iran's capacity to strike land and naval targets. Their defense minister said the missile has a range of 185 miles, which is, which is good. Yeah. They, can, they can hit the, the gulf there. They can they, do, do some damage. Yeah, they could. And can strike with pinpoint precision, making it the most accurate weapon of its kind in Iran's arsenal. So well, that, they've, they've yeah. got some, you know, they're getting high tech over there. That certainly makes any of the ships that might be in the Straits of Hormuz uh-huh. vulnerable if these are... Or any drones we might have flying or around. Drones there. Or drones, yeah. or I don't know how close Israel. I doubt. I doubt it's closer than 100. I mean that it's it's probably further away than 185 miles, but it yeah. certainly puts Syria well within their range. Yeah. Speaking of Syria, mm-hmm. a mortar attack killed 21 people at a Palestinian refugee camp in Damascus, and government forces continued to shell Aleppo. Yeah, Aleppo. Uh, which is uh, the uh, you know part of the Marx Brothers? We talked about we this did. last we did. week. The last, There's the last uh, Marx. a Groucho, a Chico, a Zeppo, a Harpo, oh, and, and a Aleppo. Aleppo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in I preparation mean. for a ground invasion. Yeah, they mean on top of the ground, not underneath the ground. This is yeah. Not everybody's going underground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, this is Aleppo is uh, what has become kind of the uh, the sanctuary for the uh, rebellion against uh, mm-hmm. Assad's government in Syria and. They, uh, the Syrians have a sophisticated modern army, and they will be more than capable of turning this place into rubble. Yeah. What is happening now is just an appetizer, said one officer. Yeah. Well, he's all pumped up. Yeah, just one officer. The main course will come later. Mm, comparing it to a meal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, unfortunately. That's what happens in the military. And, and again, it keeps coming up. Really, no one knows how to untie this knot right now. This mm-hmm. is a very, I, I, you know, I bring this up every week, but this is one of those situations where uh, it could go anyway. It could go to uh, easily where uh, Assad just walks away and lets everyone fight it out uh, among the Sunnis and the Alawites and, and the, the Shiites, or it could turn into something of a more of a regional war, and the Israelis cannot be involved. They simply cannot, and they're a border of Israel, of I'm so of Syria. Why so don't you want them to be involved? They can't, because if the Israeli army <laughs> were to invade Syria, yeah, all bets are off. You would get a reaction. They shouldn't. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying they shouldn't do it. They're really in a very unusual, and so uh, and that, because it's doubtful the Syrians are going to invade Israel at this point. Mm-hmm. So what would be the provocation for them to do that? For the Israelis to go there. So it's just a very, very complicated situation, and it's only going to continue. I think we talked about this last week, but the White House uh, authorized the CIA to provide support to anti-government forces in Syria. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <sighs> Got any more serious no, stuff? No, that's Mike? about it. It's, it's just, a scary place over there really right is, now. It really is. What will happen now? The United States entered into its first ever cleanup operation of Vietnamese areas contaminated by the toxic chemical defoliant agent orange. During the Vietnam War, the United States sprayed nearly 20 million gallons of agent orange on a quarter of the former South Vietnam and border areas of Cambodia and Laos between 1962 and 1971. And, of course, Agent Orn has been linked 
to cancer, diabetes, and birth defects. I think that's the one, birth defects. Well, yeah. That's the sort of, I mean... And a number of other things, yeah, too. And, Just and, a whole yeah. host of things. And that's, so. the, that's the one I think that's it's the gift that keeps on giving is the birth defects on that one. Yeah. Uh, anything that, that was just else, by the way that was just Asia? no that was just a short 38 years ago that we left vietnam 37 years ago that we left yeah yeah so we're getting around to cleaning up cleaning it up yeah well it took us a while before we even admitted it caused any diseases right it's that was only really quite recently right within the last 10 years and and gradually we've been admitting that it's caused more disease right Remember when Vietnam veterans were coming back saying that they were sick and yeah. the and they suspected that the, the defoliant was the uh, problem and mm-hmm. for yeah for de- for a couple of maybe a decade or or more the United States government just completely refused to uh, acknowledge any any t- uh, tie in between those those two things. Yep. Police in China's Zhejiang province were searching for a man's penis. After he reported that it had been stolen while he was sleeping. This has been going on for a while. What? Penis thievery. Okay. Yeah, there was a, a great article in, I believe it was Harper's, on, on uh, penis theft. Or it might have been the New Yorker. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Well, to what end? I was, shocked. I was so shocked I didn't feel a thing, said the man. You better watch out for your penis, Mike. That's all I got to say. I mean, at this point, anybody's interested in my penis. I'm okay with that for any reason. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, so. Uh, you mean you'd go for it being missing? Well, no, but I mean, some level of interest would be okay with me. Okay. But um, uh, wait a minute. So, to what end? Why are they taking these penises? What's the point? Is there some sort of. What? Are they selling them or. No, no, it's just. Uh, emasculation. Is it, well, okay, all right then. I guess. Yeah, I guess back. the obvious is yeah. the reason. Okay. Uh. So, all right. Uh, India's minister of power was promoted to home minister during a blackout that left some 670 million people without electricity. So, their minister of power was promoted after they had a blackout. Oh well, go that's that's, that's the way to get ahead. Did, wait a life. minute, does he work in Wall Street? Does yeah, he is he somehow tied to? Yeah. Uh, did he? Well, they're did, they're did, following in our footsteps <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, as far as the business world goes. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, of course he got promoted. Yeah. What was I thinking? Do you have any other international <laughs> news, Mike? Because I'm done with the international news. Oh, God. You know, once you go through Agent Orange yeah, and, and detach- penises. Detachable penises. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it kind of gets thin. It covers all ground. It pretty much does. Uh, let's see. I, uh, really You're going does. Through, Mike's yeah. now looking at the... Uh, I am tri- looking. Is it the story oh. after... Oh, go ahead. Uh, just... Oh, no. That's just the 60... No, nothing. Go ahead. Give me That's a, it's, it's the Nagasaki bomb thing. And it was just, oh, yeah. Well, they were... Sixty-seven years ago, the United States dropped. I bet you in another year it'll be sixty-eight. I bet it will be, yeah. and we'll be talking about the same thing. Uh, some seventy thousand people. The people kind of don't know this, and I think it's important every once in a while I'll point out that when we dropped the uh, thermo, was it, there was the atomic bomb on Hiroshima, and the the hydrogen bomb was dropped on Nagasaki. They were different, and they both worked. Uh, the initial blast killed some 70,000 people instantly. Another hundred, uh, 10,000 died in the aftermath. Uh, between the two, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, 150,000 people died mm-hmm. in three days in Japan uh, with the use of 
atomic weapons. I just, it's the, I mean, it's important to point out it's the only time in the history of our species that it's been used. Mm -hmm. And we were the ones who did it. Yeah. Uh, and you could argue for the reasons and rationales militarily and otherwise that we did it, but uh, that's, it is a fact. Well, from what I've heard, yes, we really didn't need to. I will uh, e even okay. even to uh, prevent the uh, you know they said the only way that they would have surrendered is if we had invaded the island right. and right. I I tend to believe that that's just justification for something you've already done yeah which as far as I know was a matter of bureaucracy refusing to stop a process like I, like happened so many times right they they have something in the chute exactly. they're going to use it exactly. There is there is this sort of institutional momentum. Hey, we've got this thing. We we blew it up in the deserts of New mm -hmm. New Mexico. Let's see how it works in the real world. Yeah, and you're right. And I think that was a lot of it. And we do know there have been there were communications between the Japanese government, as it was, with the United States government to begin the process of surrender. We do know that they had there had been some communication. Plus, the Japanese were at loath to allow the so the Russians or the Soviets to come in and try to lay claim to territory in Japan. So they were eager to make some kind of a deal with the West. Yeah. And so all of those things being said, I would even, and even if I would grant, which I don't, but even if I did grant you, the Hiroshima bombing uh, somehow had some justification to at least show the Japanese that we were serious. In my mind, there's no justification for Nagasaki. None at all. Okay. All right. Anything international you want to go That's it. That's all. I just. I think sure it's. Now? I think it's very Are cool that sure? every once in a while we say 150,000 people died in a matter of seconds. Uh, uh, well, seventy thousand. Well, seventy thousand, eighty thousand. Yeah, you're right. And then, and then you're going to. Uh, and then when you talk about the, yeah, yeah, when you talk about the two of them, and then, of course, all the sickness and cancers that have been caused in the subsequent years after that. Yeah. And it gave them a, a complex too. Well, the yeah. entire population. Oh, it kind of has a nuclear uh, Godzilla complex. Well, and again, that's you know we laugh at the Godzilla I'm, films. I'm not. I'm not laughing. No, the, we laugh, but those Godzilla films were in fact a a uh, sort of a a way of dealing with what happened. Uh -huh. I mean, in a kind of a cartoonish way, but at the, nonetheless, the idea Godzilla was created by an atomic uh -huh. device, he was woken from well, his slumber. Yes. And uh, so, it, it, I mean, the ramifications for the culture and for the society. But they seem to have fallen in love with nuclear power, which they now seem to be also backing away from. But it's uh, crazy. Anyway. All righty. Well, Mahler's over here now. He's dirty. He is a dirty boy. He's a, <laughs> He's a dirty, dirty boy. But, but he does want to help out in this segment of oh, the show, yes. which we all love. Let's give it a try, Mahler. Yes, Mahler. Drone. One more time. Drones. Give me the fallout. Drones in the news. Drones in the news, Mahler. Yeah. Yeah. Drones in the news. He likes to help out with this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Wow. He's really going. Up. Oh, Mahler. Drones. In the news. Oh my! Yeah. That's a new. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of adding there. to his. Wow, nicely yeah. done, Mahler. Mm -hmm. There you go. As drone technology begins its boom, states across the nation are jockeying for their piece of the pie. Of course they are. Uh huh. By the end of the year, the Federal Aviation Administration will select six unmanned aerial vehicle test sites to determine how drones, available for commercial and 
personal use by September of 2015. Count me in on that. I'm baby. there. I'm lining up at the 7-Eleven for my drone, or the, not the yeah. 7. Yeah, the 7-Eleven will probably be selling them out of that someday. Handle very wet, varying weather, altitude, and other conditions. Okay, so they're going to test how these drones handle weather, altitude, and other conditions on the sites throughout the U.S., six unnamed sites. A lot of states are scrambling to be... The first in line. The first in line because uh, those locations will uh, generate millions of dollars in economic activity and guarantee the states a hand in the next great technological revolution. That's the way it read here in the paper. Yeah, I'm I sure don't know it did. if it's great. Let's, let's cross off the word great. <laughs> no. It is going to be... The next technological revolution. Okay. Great. Ah, lots of drones up there. I'm concerned about airspace. That's what I'm... I'm really concerned about that. The first time you have any plane going down and killing anybody, any drone going down and, and, yeah. and going into traffic somewhere. Right. You know, who knows what. Right. And I'm sure that the... Going into a preschool. I'm sure the elevation at which drones will be allowed to operate by the FAA will be much, much lower than commercial air traffic. But I really think that someone, somewhere, somehow, is going to accidentally run a drone into a commercial airliner. Or a drone into another drone. Or another drone. Who knows? And it's going to be... And by that time, there will be hundreds, if not thousands, of these things. And we'll all throw our hands up in the air. What are you going to do? I don't know. I, honestly, this is a technology. I don't think we. There's no way to stop it. It's yeah. ridiculous to talk about that. But well, not to I mention the the uh, security issues, yes. the personal yeah. invasion I, of space. Ah, also drones in the news. Uh-uh. Drone makers and robotics manufacturers are looking for and finding new uses for devices that were once limited to the worlds of science fiction and military. Yeah. Yeah, of course. After a decade of explosive growth, thanks largely to uh, post-September 11th demand for the military and unmanned vehicles, the industry is eagerly awaiting the opening of the domestic drone market. So what do you think happened here? They had the uh, manufacturers gathered for this year's Association for Unmanned Vehicle Systems International Convention in... Las Vegas. Oh, of course. They had a big drone convention in Las Vegas. <laughs> and this year was, uh, was noted because it wasn't just military people showing up. It was a marked difference between all other drone conventions. This was, there were a lot of just folk going to find out about how they could uh, pick up a drone for themselves. Huh? Yeah. Uh, well, well, again, I mean, this is naive and liberal and, you know, all that stuff. Where is our expectation of privacy? How does this impact your and I expectation of some level of privacy? I think there has to be some some lines drawn. Because there's one guy at this fair who is using it for uh, crop dusting. Now, crop dusting, you know, first of all, I don't even know if that's really that good of a practice. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to crop dust, the cost of going up in a drone is much less. And you you have a a, a programmed vehicle going over a, a safe space. Yeah. Really, you can you can walk this drone in. Yeah. And and spray a field. I think it went from like uh, whatever would have cost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to crop dust went down to a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. So that's a significant savings, that's right. and hopefully that'll be passed along to all the people eating corn out there. Right. Because that's and that will always, and, yeah. and you're right, and this is a good point. This will be a fantastic for the drone use will be a real strong argument for the use of it. It will be cheaper. It yeah. will be cheaper. So. Yeah. 
Yes. To do a lot of things. To do a lot of things. Sur- surveillance where it matters. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if you want to patrol the coast for for Japanese submarines, right. a drone will help off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're pr- patrolling the coast anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I understand. And yeah. all these things will make perfect sense when we're doing them. Apparently, too, you know, within the service, yeah. the armed forces, these pilots for drones are starting to, you know, they used to be sneered at. They're heroes. But not so much not anymore. Not so much. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure private industry will be hiring these guys away from, from the military, right? Yeah. I suppose so. Oh, yeah. Big time. Hey, also drones in the news. The White House counterterrorism advisor staunchly defended the Obama administration's growing campaign of drone missile attacks in Yemen. I wonder why he did that. Why would he defend it? Because he's getting paid. The White, That's ha- why. the White House. The White House, yeah. 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 And this is a pushback against critics who say drones cause civilian casualties and breed sympathy for militants. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The, the, if you ask anyone in Afghanistan who cannot stand the United States or Yemen or wherever else we're doing this, it's it's because of drones. They really, truly, and is it's. I can't imagine the reaction in the United States if we found out that Mexico was sending drones. If we saw a Mexican drone, yeah, it it disembodies, makes less human the threat, which I think makes it even more threatening. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I you know, the the public's reaction in, in the United States will be swift and sure when yeah. they find out that another country has invaded our spares, airspace with a drone, and yet we have absolutely we don't even talk about it when it has to do with Yemen or Afghanistan or wherever it might be. This was John Brennan who uh, yeah. who made this announcement. He said there's no evidence that indicates that uh, drone strikes are helping recruit members for oh, Al Qaeda. Well, he doesn't know. I mean, he's saying what he has to say. Yeah. He's saying what he has to say. Yeah. Shall we move to domestic? Shall we? Yes. Yeah, I like that domestic stuff. Me too. A gunman with a semi-automatic pistol attacked a sheik. A a Sikh. Yeah. Yeah. I I was doing what you did. I I, I used to. Yeah. Yeah. At Oak Creek, Wisconsin. That's the big story this week. That was crazy. A sad thing. Yeah. Killing six people and seriously injuring three more. The shooter, Wade Michael Page, entered the temple before a Sunday morning service and began firing on priests as others ran for cover. Police killed Page in a firefight in the parking lot moments after he wounded the first officer on the scene. The Southern Poverty Law Center reported that Page, a former U.S. Army psychological operations specialist... Oof. He, did get, he huh? did get bounced out of the Army. Yeah, the yeah. He did. Who was demoted yeah. in 1998 for being drunk on duty and had been a member. He had been a member of the white supremacist band End Apathy. Mm-hmm. A funny name for a white supremacist band, I guess. I mean, they're usually like, you know, white dong or something. <laughs> they you know, usually are. End Apathy sounds kind of soft. No, I'll tell you why. I know why he was in that. They, they named the band that. But why? Because the common complaint among white supremacists is that they are much more powerful than they think they are. Yeah. And if we, if the white people would just get up off their butts and do what they know needs to be done, so let's end apathy and get out there and do, you know, whatever, whatever work. And so yeah. that's what it was. It was a call to arms, end apathy. 
The Southern Poverty Law Center had been tracking him since 2000 when he attempted to purchase goods from the National Alliance, a hate group. I can't imagine what made him do this, said Page's stepmother. Yeah. They always say that. Yeah, yeah what are they going to say? I saw it coming. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. I mean, you know, he's not going to. Of course, they say those things. A researcher who close. Well, you know, and and they're blind. You know, if they're yeah. if yeah. it's a relative, you're not going to you're going to forgive a lot. Yeah. A researcher who closely studied Page while researching hate music in Southern California several years ago said Page's hate rhetoric was generally targeted toward Jewish people and non-whites, specifically African Americans. Uh, the uh, researcher said Page's military service strongly influenced his Nazi identification in part. That's his military service. Yeah. Strongly influenced his neo-Nazi identification, in part because he saw whites in the army as victims of reverse discrimination. Yeah. Page reportedly told this researcher, if you don't go into the military as a racist, you definitely leave as one. Yeah, and again, you and mentioned one crazy guy talking. You, was it that. the National Alliance? Is where he would he the that's become a very significant, uh, the most uh, significant recruiting tool for yeah. white supremacists is music. They had, they they put on these concerts with these bands, and the people who show up, they try to recruit them into mm. the movement. Um, so, uh, by the way, remember a couple of years ago when the Obama administration, I think it was the Justice Department, came out with that report that said that people coming out of the army were, were, were more likely to be influenced by white uh, supremacist uh, organizations. Mm. Not that everyone who came out of the army was, you know, yeah. what, but that they had, there was a fertile recruiting ground for, for, uh, for uh, those groups. And, and how the, the, the military ups the ante on anything that you might be radically inclined to, no matter what it I, would be. I, okay. Yeah, fair. Uh, but the right wing you're went absolutely to nuts kill saying people and yeah. to generally yeah, your yeah. your level of hatred goes up. Yeah. You see the worst part of humanity. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So and well, this this report was decried as you know some kind of a, a illegitimate report. Well, mm. there is some evidence to support. We have a shred of evidence to support that finding yeah. that these groups are using former military people. Uh, in their uh, in folding them into their organizations, um, yeah, well, and, and you end up being you know the uh, the uh, what's 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 a word I can use <laughs> on the air? Is yeah, that what you're yeah. concerned about? Yeah, I'm not sure where you're going. So I yeah, hope the, the F stick. How about that? Is the F stick good? <laughs> yeah, the F stick's good. The, the F stick that that uh, Jack Nicholson played. Oh yeah, uh, you know you can't handle the truth. You end up being that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. as it turns out, you know, Jack Nicholson's character can't handle the truth. No. Yeah. No. By the way, that's such uh, a there, crap there, movie that people would use that as as a justification. Yeah. For for for, for military rather than seeing it as what it is. And I I saw it that that I saw it that way. Yeah. I saw it that he, he was revealed yeah. for, for that exactly what you just said. Uh, by uh, by the way, he there's video now that shows that he actually killed himself uh this that guy wait page yeah he, uh. he'd been shot in the stomach ah. realized probably the end was at hand and he took a gun and shot himself in the head so yeah good for him yeah the u.s government said it will stop issuing permits for new nuclear power plants oh and license extensions for existing facilities and license extensions in mm-hmm. other words it won't issue license extensions for existing facilities until it resolves issues around storing radioactive waste Okay. 
The government's main watchdog, that would be the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, believes that current storage plans are safe and achievable. Well, you know, there's, there's it's the old double edge here. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna make this safe, this thing. We're, we're gonna give it our seal of approval. Mm-hmm. Is really what it is. It'll mm-hmm. stall out a little bit and then allow the same thing that was going on before to go on. It'll just have a, a process to go through, right. which will allow the Nuclear Regulatory Commission to make more bucks and get more funding because they'll have another department of certification of nuclear power plants. It'll it'll have the veneer of respectability. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, the NRC believes that current storage plans are safe and achievable, but a federal court said that the NRC didn't detail what the environmental consequences would be if the agency is wrong. How dare they Bing! point that out? How dare that liberal court point that out, the activist judge? I hate them. You know, by the way, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, our own little San Onofre power plant might have had something to do with the judge's decision, given yeah. that those pipes are shaking like they're not supposed to, mm-hmm. uh, little cooling pipes. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's good. That's good news. Excellent. New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg unveiled a new crime-fighting system developed by Microsoft and revealed that the city will take a cut of the profits if it is sold to other administrations. The innovation, which bears a passing resemblance to the futuristic hologram data screens used by Tom Cruise in the science fiction film Minority Report, will allow police to quickly collate and visualize vast amounts of data from cameras, license plate readers, 9-11 calls, police databases, and other sources, and it will then display that information in real time, both visually and chronologically, to help investigators. Well, there's a positive end of that. Mm-hmm. President of the uh, Susan Coming for the Cure, mm-hmm. Coming for the Cure, Coming for the Cure, is resigning as well as Nancy uh, Brinker, moving away from uh, day-to-day management. That was the nation's largest breast cancer foundation. Uh, who ended funding for Planned Parenthood? Still well, fallout from that. Yeah, and that was yeah. that was a woman who had run for governor. I forgot which state. Who had made it her platform? Yeah, when she was running for governor to uh, end uh, access to uh, legally <coughs> legal abortions for everyone. Government figures have confirmed July was the hottest month for the United States on record. I think mm-hmm. we might have talked about it, but it's important. I think they they confirmed it. That's the news this week. Uh, they saw last month a nationwide average of 77.6 degrees. That's three degrees above the 20th century average. And the previous record dated back to the Dust Bowl. <laughs> I don't know. A, uh, an ominous time. Yeah. Well, way to go. Ooh. I mean, at least, uh, you know, who says we're not a nostalgic uh, country? We're, we go back to the, we're getting back Absolutely. to the dust bowl. Well, the, the U.N. is now saying that this drought yeah. that's occurring across the United States is uh, going to inevitably lead to higher pr- food prices. Uh, yeah. It was just a few years ago when a similar drought, historic drought, triggered a massive global food crisis Um in which thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people died because they had act, no access to affordable food. Yeah. So there's that to look forward to. Pfizer, the pharmaceutical giant, yeah, agreed to a $60.2 million fine to settle allegations of making illegal payments to win contracts abroad. In a complaint filed by U.S. regulators, Pfizer was accused of paying bribes to foreign officials in more than half a dozen countries to obtain business and increase prescriptions of its products. That went back to 2001, and that's the cost of business. 60.2 million, they probably made a couple billion. Yeah, so, yeah darn. 
That's oh, well, good for They probably them. factored that in when they did it. Yeah. Um, by the way, just one more environmental note. Okay. The U.S. government has raised uh, its predictions for the number of storms expected during the Atlantic hurricane season, citing warmer-than-normal temperatures at sea surfaces and wind patterns conducive to storms. So we're going to get more. Uh, we're going to get. They said that last year and we didn't. Just yeah, for what it's worth, that's true. They said it last year and we didn't. So yeah, that's true. They can be wrong. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration is now predicting twelve to seventeen storms, up from eight, last year. Yeah. Well, whatever. You're right, and that you never know. It's but it's. <sighs> Blackwater. You remember them? I do. Uh, Z. Yeah, and Z. Well, now they're known as Academy. Get out. But, no, no. They agreed to pay a fine of $7.5 million to settle a number of federal criminal charges surrounding weapons smuggling. Oh, my God. Uh, Blackwater, formerly known as Z, now known as Academy, was accused of violations including possessing, possessing unregistered automatic weapons, lying to arms regulators about foreign sales, and illegal shipments overseas. Just just a few years ago, four years ago, remember how often we heard about Blackwater? Yeah. How much we heard the government was in, I mean, Bush and Cheney were basically doing all this and were touting them as this great new way to go about uh, carrying out military missions uh-huh. and Blackwater this, Blackwater that. Yeah. What, a, what a bunch of thug, criminal thugs were in, basically uh-huh. involved in that operation. Uh, How much money uh, did we give them? Only 7.5, yeah. And, and all they had to do is pay a fine of $7.5 million, and they said yeah. this does not involve any guilty plea of course to any no. of the violations. No. No. But after being reminded of a clause barring it from con- contradicting any aspect of the agreement publicly, they said there is a distinction between an admission of events taking place and an admission of guilt. <laughs> so, like, if if you admit you shot someone, it doesn't mean you admit you were guilty. No. I guess that's, I guess the that's way that what reads. it is. Are we going to talk politics? Oh, eventually. I thought I'd mention uh, Richmond, California's, uh, you know, the Chevron oh, oh, refinery yeah. going oh, up in smoke, so yeah. gas prices. I think they rose a nickel yesterday, and they expect it to raise about a quarter over the next, yeah. you know, couple weeks. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know what that would mean, but uh, apparently the... Residents of Richmond were ordered to stay in their homes so they wouldn't uh, breathe in the hazardous fumes. What we call that in the uh, public sector is we call that uh, shelter in place for those who were playing at home. Yeah. uh, Let's not forget to mention curiosity. When I thought was a oh, lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. One of the great stories of the week. I I think so. You know, there are times when I've been against space travel, but, you know, I, I, I... at least it's uplifting. At least these people are excited about something that has to do with science and advancing yeah. uh, human thought, even though it, it, as long as it doesn't have to do with blowing each other up, yeah. I think I can, I can live with that. And talk about overcoming a, a number of different, very difficult issues, problems uh-huh. to get this done. Go, go ahead. Let's see. No, you're right. Yeah. Now, now, um, you want to want to do some uh, campaign stuff? Well, just real quick on curiosity. It, it's on the moon. I mean, yeah. it's on the moon. It's on <laughs> Mars. If you would it's, jump, that's <laughs> right. That thing is capable of anything. Uh, yeah. So it, it's on. It's at uh, at it's some crater, the Gale yeah. Crater, and yeah, running around, digging and taking pictures, having fun, having fun. I just yeah. it's it's it is a testament to the ingenuity of humanity. And, and I got to be how many? There's a lot of people are going to be inspired by yeah, that, inspired yeah. to do good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the 
website and Ancestry.com claim that uh, Barack Obama is a direct descendant of John Punch, the first documented slave in colonial America. Really? Yeah. Okay. Democratic Convention Committee named Julian Castro, the Mexican-American mayor of San Antonio, the keynote speaker at next month's uh, convention. He's not related to Fidel. They're not going to find out. And, and yeah, Ancestry, Ancestry.com is not going to find out yeah. he's related to First please. Hussein and now please, Castro. Please, God, yeah. do not find that out. And also announced, they confirmed that its platform would endorse marriage equality. Okay. Uh, more uh, news in the uh, world of campaigns. Former adult film star Jenna Jameson endorsed Romney. Yeah, yeah, that's I a agree. Good one. You know, and yeah. I, I, I got to say, I'll get a credit where credit is due. Uh, Colbert called her. Well, she is a job creator. Yeah. So there you go. Well, yeah. There you go. All right. Wonder uh, how long his writers worked on that one. <laughs> well, I don't know, but yeah, I'm sick she, of hearing about Colbert. Oh, all right, a, all right. Don't say it. D- just leave him alone. He is a sacred cow for me. So please, okay. leave him alone for for now. Are you want to hear about? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Campaign. Okay. Last week, I, I, I'm being. I will, and you will continue to ridicule me for good reason. Uh-huh. I'm really wondering whether or not uh, Romney will end up being the nominee of the Republican Party. Starting yeah. to wonder. I really do. Uh, the latest in what has been a series of real big gaffes, and this is just a backstory on uh, Romney. Back when they were starting Bain Capital, mm-hmm. the hedge fund. Yeah. He worked for Bain Consulting, which was a successful organization. But they, were, but the uh, Mr. Bain told him, "You can't use our money to start this uh, Bain Capital." So he ended up meeting with the families of people directly tied to what were known as the death squads in El Salvador. Yeah, he raised nine million dollars, and this was part. This was, I think, uh, a quarter or a, or a third of all of the money that they raised for the initial offering for Bain Capital was coming from the families of the people involved in El Salvador's death squads. This is a story that, in my opinion, will linger because people remember this stuff. Uh, Robert White has previously accused of directly funding El Salvador. This is the guy. Uh, um, well, let me get start. He, had, he initially found these investors. He traveled to Miami in 1983 to win a pledge of $9 million or 40% of Bain's startup money. Some investors had extensive ties to the death squads responsible for the vast majority of tens of thousands of El Salvadorians being killed in the 1980s. And they continue, these same families, continue to be uh, financially involved with Bain Capital. Uh, he personally, not put aside, okay, you, there's dirty money everywhere. He personally went there knowing full well of their connections and he recruited mm-hmm. them to become partners, financial partners, in Bain Capital. All right. Well, I, not that that's not horrible, but I, I don't think... You don't think, think that'll penetrate the American public psyche? No. No. I mean, we elected Reagan. Who called them freedom fighters. Yeah. And the moral equivalent of the founding fathers. We, 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 I know. He is, he is now... He, he's I a know. god for, for the country, Reagan is. And, and he was a corrupt a man, at least as corrupt as Romney. Okay. Well, Don't you right. think? Yeah. 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 I, 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 all right. All right. Well, well just, I'm, I may be wrong, but uh, I think that, that might it, be a plus as far as the uh, nominating committee goes. Oh, yeah. We'll see. I don't think so. But uh, Well, I just think history it, bears me out. Okay. All right. 
Former U.S. Senator Larry Craig refused to return campaign funds he spent on legal fees associated with his 2007 arrest for soliciting sex from a man in an airport washroom. Who did? What? Larry Craig. Oh, Larry Craig, of course. He refused to return campaign funds. His lawyer said Senate rules sanction reimbursement for any cost relating to a senator's use of a bathroom. That was his justification. <laughs> Remember, this is real. This I don't, you know, I don't make you this don't make stuff it, up. Yeah, it up. yeah, yeah. Okay. A rogue a- algorithm in a uh, automated stock trading program caused financial markets to fall when it repeatedly bought and sold million, millions of shares in such companies as Best Buy and Radio Shack. The machines said a market expert have taken over. So our financial markets are being run by machines. That's, yeah. They've yep. been saying that for a little while now, but yeah. yeah. A Virginia woman who was arrested for letting her four-year-old daughter draw rocks with chalk at a city park, draw on rocks at, uh, with, park, with chalk at a city park, claimed that the girl had been traumatized by the in- incident. She was arrested, the Virginia woman, because <sighs> her kid used chalk yeah, on a rock. Yeah. She's very scared of chalk, said the woman, and she's very nervous about cops. So there you go. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're you're frightened of rocks. I'm frightened of rocks. Yes, because when I was a kid, yeah. we used to throw dirt clods. Remember, you call them dirt oh, yeah. clods. You dirt pick clods, up a water yeah. at and, each other, yeah. and every once in a while, you get a rock. There was a rock in there. Yeah, so, cool. Uh, yeah, so um, that leaves so, a scar. <laughs> it does. Yeah, I remember dirt clods. Yeah. I don't know. Where well, that the came rocks from. in the center. Yeah. The rocks in the center. Yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah. You just chucked it at your friend. Yeah, yeah. Hell, was I didn't know. What the heck was that about throwing stuff like that at you? Okay. Anyway, well, we it was target practice. It was. That's how I developed my my change up. Yeah, that yeah, I was, too. I was really, I was working yeah. on it. I could kind of throw a straight curve. I could throw, but I couldn't throw that changeup until I picked up that dirt clod. So. And finally, yeah. Italy's Supreme Court, court that's in Italy, mm-hmm. the Supreme Court, ruled that it is a crime to insult a man by saying he has no balls. You can't say that. You I, I guess you can't say that. I mean, this is what their Supreme Court ruled. Apart from the vulgarity of the term used, the expression definitely also has an injurious quality. Read the judge, read the ruling of Judge Mario Zui, <laughs> Morizio Marizi, Fumi. Okay. Morizio Fumi. There we go. It refers not only to the target's lack of virility, but also to his weakness of character. Calling him, saying he has no balls. Lack of determination, competence, and coherence. Virtues that rightly or wrongly are still identifies as, as pertaining to the male gender. This is a ruling on I saying no balls. I think this no judge balls. might have some issues himself. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Just maybe yeah. speculating a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little overreaction here. Even though the court acknowledged the popularization of the expression yeah. no balls, yeah. which, you know, I mean, it's, it's popular all over the yeah, world. Really. I, I use it. I like it. A civil court will decide how much the fine will be for saying that someone has no balls. Which, we, I mean, we're right on the edge here, folks. <laughs> We're, we're much, glaring at each you, other. How much am I in line? How much are you in line to be uh, be fined? I want to know. Come on. Yeah, how much? Come on. How much? Come on, how much come are you going to be? Well, I know one thing, Mike. <laughs> it's pretty clear that the Italian court has no balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>